The Musters on the Farm. Brought to you by Southland District Council. Working together for a better Southland. Joining us this afternoon on the muster is Dean Ravage, farming at Glenham, uh, not far out of Wyndham. Dean, how's things? Good, thanks, Andy. Yeah, uh, but overcast here today, but it's still warm enough and, and no moisture falling from the sky yet, so that's a good thing. State the obvious, it's been a dream start to winter. It has been, hasn't it? Yeah, it's um, no real complaints at all. How's things looking on the ranch in general, though? Pretty much under control for the time of year? I'd say yes, considering. Yeah, we are pretty much under control. Uh, we scanned the early years last week and, and scanning the rest of them on this Friday. So that mean everything goes goes on the crop. So that'll um, increase the workload a little bit because at the moment we've sort of got a couple of big mobs used going paddock to paddock. It's a little bit lazy, but um, the feed around and the, and the climatic conditions are allowing it. So, um, yeah, we're just running with it, really. How does scanning go for the earlies? Uh, back to where it was pre-COVID. Um, I hate using that term for COVID. But, <laughs> the new normal. Uh, the new normal, but um, pretty much, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, a big improvement on last year. Um, and, well, reasonably happy. Another 4 or 5% would have been just spot on. But, um, no, we've got plenty of play, plenty to play with. And um, hopefully we can uh, make things work with what we've got. Yeah, it seems to be the consensus, though, when you speak to people. Um, better, a better season for tuffing this year than last year as well. So everybody always crosses their fingers this time of year, though, don't they? Yeah, exactly. It's always a bit of a, a scary moment. But at the end of the day, you don't get paid for your scanning percentage. You get paid for the lambs on the truck at the end of the season. So um, it's just an indicator, really. What do you do with your cows? Do you just get them on the truck and gone straight off the, straight away? Yeah, the old socialist mob, they've gone already. Yeah, they don't know what we like. What do you call them, the socialist mob? Yeah, oh, well, they hang around all year, do nothing, produce nothing, and expect <laughs> everybody else to, to um, carry the load for them, so they're gone. Yep. That's one of your gems, Ravage. Well done. That's not bad. Oh, we try. <laughs> hey, um, fuel excise duty is coming back on this Friday. Now, the government's reneged on putting this back in for popularity reasons, I'd imagine, but they're talking, the rumour is, another 25 cents per litre is going to get thrown on fuel um, at the end of the month. So I think about Friday or something comes back on. So that's not going to help things at all, is it? No, it's not. It's not going to help things. Um, I guess on farm that we can sort of cushion that blow a little bit further. We can claim all our off-road usage back and claim a lot of that tax back. And, and most people have bulk fuel tanks so we can get it delivered for a little bit cheaper. But obviously that, that increase is going to be passed on. So we'll be feeling it again like everybody else. But... Um, I wouldn't have an issue with it going back on as long as it was utilised efficiently and effectively on, on improving our infrastructure and upgrading the roads and bridges and all those essential services we need. But you can't help but feel it's just going to be wasted on more virtue signalling projects that don't actually contribute anything. It's just going to be a further waste of money, which is the frustrating thing, I think. And it's like EVs, um, when all these EVs come in in time, we talked about it with Bruce earlier on in the hour, um, what are we going to do as far as fuel excise tax coming in, as far as uh, contributing to the rating infrastructure that is lacking at the moment? Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. They've got to have a, um, a road user charges like, like diesel vehicles do. It's um, Yeah, they can't get a free ride forever.
Yeah, when do you think this will be implemented, though? I mean, that's the concern. We've got a government driving the narrative, especially in urban environments, or not that it really matters, the rural vote, the way they've been acting. It's a matter of getting them to understand that it's not the be-all and end-all, especially when you live in a rural area, having an electric vehicle. It isn't going to work. Yeah, well, rural area, for a start, I don't think there's any EVs out there that are fit for purpose at the moment. Um, once there are fit for purpose vehicles, farmers are, are pretty quick to adapt new technology when it's providing a beneficial outcome and, and can do the job that it's required to do. But until then, I can't see many EVs out in the rural area. But as far as a, a surcharge or a road users come to EVs, it's going to be another populist-type um, policy. So. Yeah. I'm afraid that any political party will, will be scared of losing votes to um, run with it at the moment, but it's just a reality of the situation, really. Well, they're saying the shortfall is such, like someone rumoured like a billion dollars over having the subsidy in place regarding the road user charges, um, that they've got to do it. It's a no-brainer for them from their side of it anyway. Yeah, they have to. And if all these EVs were so good and cost-effective and, and um, cheaper to run, well, they shouldn't need to be subsidised to be put on the road either, should they? Winter grazing. We've had it. It's been a good start. We talked about it just before. Um, we know that the activists haven't had a chance to go out there and take these photos and pontificate to the world on social media because farmers have had a good start, eh? Yeah, but not only that. I think everybody's pulled the socks up and doing a lot, a lot of hard work and got good plans in place. But um, no doubt we're going to have a weather event coming. It is winter after all, and I'm sure the activists will be out after the first significant downfall of rain and um, try and manipulate some images to, to suit their narrative. If not, they'll probably drag up something from 10, 10, 15 years ago when things weren't that sharp. So no doubt it'll, it'll raise its ugly head at some stage, but um, I'm confident that everybody's got plans in place and doing a bloody good job out there. Yeah, and Environment Southland was happy to push the narrative of farmers for last year as well regarding winter grazing, going up there in their drone or their helicopter, whatever the hell they're in, and just taking, just showing footage of what farmers are doing. And it was in a positive light, and that was during a wet season as well. But the start of this year, um, you'd like to think they're on the side of farmers going forward because we do know the uptake of consent as well has been really low. Yeah, look, ES have been good at making a lot of, proactive decisions and actually getting out there early to spot any potential issues and then trying to educate and help yeah. farmers that may have missed the boat a little bit. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to see how the rest of winter rolls out, really. Uh, the Chiefs, what did you make of Ben O'Keefe the other night? Was it Colin Hawke 1994 version 2 or was it a case of if you get three yellow cards, you're not going to win a game of rugby? Uh, it's probably... Two definitely yellow cards, and the Crusaders, whether you like to admit it or not, were just two clinical playing finals footy, really. Um, they just played really solid rugby, didn't take too many risks. Yeah. And, yeah, as cliche as it sounds, really capitalised on every opportunity they got given. And as we look at the Warriors, too, we'll touch on this, had a great win over St George Illawarra, who are in turmoil. But are the Warriors bandwagon leaving weekly from Bluff, going north, are you on it? Uh, not quite yet. I watch the highlights now, which is more than um, did at the start of the, the year. But it's, I suppose it's good to see the Warriors beating teams that they should be beating rather than choking against them and um, tipping over a good team. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, we'll see how this bandwagon has um, pace and, and volume, I suppose. But they're already talking about temporary seats at Erickson, so... Or Mount Smart, whatever it's called now. Uh, but it's now called Go Media Mount Smart. But that's not oh, confusing. Okay. What is it? 
Yes, I suppose temporary seats for temporary fans sounds about right. It's just great to see the Warriors have a bit of backbone this year. The coach that got in there is doing fantastic as well. And um, it's just really great to see positives about the club, both in New Zealand and the Aussie sports press, because that's hard to come by. Yeah, I suppose Auckland needs one winning team to support, eh? <laughs> we'll leave it there. You're just on fire today, lad. Um, thanks for your time, um, as always. Enjoy the week. Well do, Andy. Thank you. Dean Ramage there, farming at Glenham. Socialist mob of views. Um, it's one of the better ones I've heard for a while. Uh, up next, Toria Cummings from South Island Dairy Event.